the city of Corvosa, largest in all of Verisia, oldest of the Chelish colonies, and about to be gripped by the jaws of misfortune, evil, and death. Turmoil stirs upon the crimson throne that rules over the city, and anarchy and crime threads a burst forth in a flood upon its streets. Four souls that have been brought together by the ghost of revenge may be the city's only hope. RPG MP3 presents Paizo's Curse of the Crimson Throne. And we're on. Hello! Hey guys. Hello. And gal. Alright. Uh, so, when we last left off, you guys were at a tavern in place. Yeah. Um, drinking and resting. Resting quite yeah. a lot. Does this mean that we are no longer poisoned? Uh... You're, you're, okay, so just, just going through this. Uh, so first of all, how damaged are people hit point-wise? I was damaged to 16. Because, okay, Brunes looks good. I was at 7. I'm at 18. Quartz is at 16 out of 23. Because the the ability damage will heal if you um, spend a full 24 hours resting, which is possible. I mean, you'll be coming in late tomorrow, but it won't be like the end of the day. Um, however, hit point damage is only um, cures your levels worth in one rest, or if you do 24 hours rest, it cures twice your levels worth. So if you have more than four hit points worth of damage... Um, someone's gonna need some healing. So I'm in good shape then. Uh, you are in good shape. Okay. Because uh, I'm a dwarf, we're stout folk. Are we at level three? You're at level two. Two. Okay. Um, where's. Well, for, I'm asking before you guys go to sleep. I think um, Sylvia still has her day's um, healing hex to use on true, some. True. So will it count like that? Well, you, you can use it beforehand, and then you rest, and then you're refreshed for the next day. Good, good, good. Yes, I want to do that on me. Uh, did you already use it on Quirs earlier? I don't think so. Okay, then you can use it on Quirs as well. It's one of those tricky things when um, you go multiple sessions on the same day and you have once per day abilities. Did we use that yet? Yeah. Right. right. Okay. We are so organized. <laughs> so. I lost how to use my hexes. Crimes on a cracker. Wait. Um, there it is. Okay. I have to put my hands on people or your hand and then roll a d8. Plus your caster level. Two? Yep. Okay. Slash roll. 
Eight plus. All right, I'm doing this one for me. Okay. Yes. All those little wounds and scratches and stuff just all heal up. Well, I had you just needed four hit points too. I am better than healed. Okay, and now this one is for quarters. Seven. That probably does most of quarters as well, doesn't it? Yep. Yep. I just need a six. All right. So you're at so, Anybody else need healing while I'm conscious? Um, Kaz's scratches and stuff will heal over the rest. She was only okay. she's only down two hit points, so she doesn't need it. And Bruce stepped on a Lego or something, and that's all. I don't think he even. I don't seem to think that he got hurt at all. He's still at full, <laughs> as far as I have him. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it kind of affected him, but it's nothing. He didn't even lose a hit point over it. Ah, yes, yes, exactly. He didn't even lose a hit point. I've been poked with arrow. It was like pain. <laughs> All right. Um, so then, yeah, if you guys want to heal that ability damage, uh, basically you just zonk out for the next 24 hours. Um, you essentially, you, you just come up to grab breakfast in the morning. Um, Brunes, however, is, is, has a very stringent... Wakes up early, disturbing Quirr's rest as he goes to his exercise in the morning and whatnot. Quirr's just doesn't even try to go back to sleep. Just, just to make my final official, can um, can Cassius be on top of Runs's back? Just unfortunately, you, unfortunately, you are one of those people who needs a twenty-four hour rest, so not today. The girls are having like body spa day. <laughs> spa yes. day, yes. Put some avocado on our faces or whatever. That, that's pretty much more or less... Because you're not actually sleeping for a full 24 hours. But yeah, you're <laughs> resting. Complete bed rest. Oh, can we feed each other's nails? That'd be so, so awesome. So um, on your character sheets, you can remove that temp score of a lower dexterity result. You're, you're back to your full amounts. Yes! And probably when you finish, it's the next day, a full 24 hours has passed, so it's probably just getting around to 4 or 5 in the afternoon. Do, 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 do. Exactly. Your Pokemon has all been healed. <laughs> Wait a minute, we're not Pokemon. No, the innkeeper does not look like Nurse Joy. Damn. No, we already decided. We decided, Heather and I, that all of the NPCs look like you in some way. <laughs> so if you ask for fan art about our adventures, just be prepared. So don't ask for any with female NPCs, you're saying, unless they need to have a beard or something. No, come on. They'll be sexy. <laughs> yeah, they'll, they'll probably have, like, like your... Um, like hairline or glasses, or maybe your very handsome nose. But, but you you actually have some um uh journal art entries for some. Well, yeah, I mean, if they have actual pictures, I keep clicking the wrong thing. 
If they have actual pictures, they'll look like that, but like shopkeepers and innkeepers. Ah, uh, so all the faceless all NPCs have my face. Yes. Okay. Exactly. I can live with that. Tokenly. I can't. Honestly, that, that shopkeeper I drew, that was a total accident. I did not mean for him to look like you, but he just ended up uh-huh. doing that. So That's fine. That's fine. That, that's fine. It's good to actually see some NPC art of me. <laughs> but I suppose I, I have Brunsk in this game, too, so Brunsk is kind of my PC and whatnot. But anyway, so... I, I tried to make him ugly, but... Oh. Heather can't do ugly people. I can't. Huh? You, you've described Brunsk as less than handsome, and I keep making him the shonen worthy. <laughs> you did a good job on Thomas Fell. Did you show the girls that? Well, it, it, it it's in my gallery, so it should be there. Yes. But the girls were probably asleep by the time I posted it, so I didn't want to disturb them. I convinced Heather to listen to one of the other games on the website. A co- a, a, sorry, a trail of Cthulhu game where everyone goes crazy and dies, even the characters that people play. Is that is that not accurate, Heather? Everyone goes crazy or dies? Yeah, that's that's pretty... <laughs> that's it. But I'm glad Roger didn't die. He it's just fun. has to amputate his amputate his his foot. So it's kind of like Game of Thrones. Um, no, not necessarily. Game of Thrones, it's people killing each other. Um, Call of Cthulhu is you just start understanding the horrible monster glibbery things that lie beyond reality's walls, and you kind of go crazy, or they kill you, or turn you into stone, or turn you into stone. But anyway, enough talking about Back that. Back to the task at hand. Yes. Boy, our adventurers sure had weird dreams. I know. <laughs> really, really weird dreams of the future. No. Uh, so. Uh, so, what are you guys doing then? You're up. You're feeling better. You're all healed up. Oh, actually, one thing I should, should ask then. Uh, since it is a new day, once more. Uh, the what spells, if any, uh, does Sylvia prepare as she communes with her patron through Newton? Pip Newton. Okay. You can. Uh, you can keep okay. the same ones, or you can prepare new ones. Let's see. Someone on the site said that they were... I'm hearing myself really loud to you guys. Sorry. Uh, Let's try to fix that. Someone on the site said that they were a big fan of ear-piercing scream. I saw that. Um, and I kind of am, too. Well, it's, it is pretty handy. Did you want to swap out one of your first-level spells to prepare that? Yeah, I'm going to take out Peace Bond and do Ear Piercing Scream. Alright. And do you plan to leave the other ones the same then? Or. Let's see. Yeah, I guess the others will just remain the same. Alright. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
I think also something that you can do is I think you can technically leave blank spots and it's like halfway through the day, like let's say you leave, you only prepare one spell in the morning. Okay. And then halfway through the day, you just need to spend like 15 minutes commuting with Newton and you can prepare, prepare the other two. So if you don't know exactly what you're going to be up to during the day, you can always kind of swap, um, add new ones as needed halfway through the day. Okay. But I mean, it's more something when you're at high levels and you have a lot of spell slots and it's like, sometimes it's just better to keep them. And you guys are doing a chimney shuffle. Hey, <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. So, what are you guys up to then? Um, well, chimney hopping. I'm apparently watching... Hey, the two girls jump across the room. We're fiddlers on the roof, okay? Okay. Br- Brunska's probably spent most of the day... He, he's probably... Um, has just sat down and, like, ate pastries all morning, drank beer, ate lunch, drank beer. He's feeling bad for himself now. Oh, uh, Quirth has been staying with him, so... Ah, so 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 he's been convincing Quirth to, like, let's go for run through city. Yes, Quirth was trying to uh, do all the things Bruce was doing. He couldn't do as many. Anything you can do, I can't do either. <laughs> Quirth probably had to uh, carry him on his back back home. Like, potato sack. <laughs> After uh, the run, um, I guess after uh, Cassius and I found out about the the end special spa treatment for honorary guests, we we can go sell stuff so I can actually divvy up this gold. All right. So what are you selling then? Um, we need to find a place to. To do the suck a Okay. So Cassius uh, can laugh her ass off again. There was the one place uh, that was mentioned to you. And there is also... Let's see here. So open my book. And we also have the uh, Kraken, which can probably be sold at the same place. Uh, I don't want to go back over there. So you Watch were it. suggested a place called Exemplary Execrables. Well, that doesn't sound foreboding at all. Uh, however, there is also a place not too far from where you were before called Gold Market, which is just a kind of all-purpose sort of trading market for like um, stall vendors and stuff like that. Not established places, uh, so it's kind of a hodgepodge type place. Or a farmer's market. I mean, yeah, there, there would be some farmer's market there, but it's it's much more of a mercantile trading spot. So, like, the, the, the actual merchants, because people would have just travel at the caravans that's, and stuff. I would say that's why I said like farmer's market, with all the different stalls and vendors and stuff. Oh, oh, I see. Sorry. Farmer's market here means just very much, literally, just the food and stuff that farmers produce. It's like a flea market if it's more... Uh, Fair enough. oriented Flea market would be closer. I said we go to the exemplary. Exemplary. Screw the English language. I, I don't know. I don't know how this word is pronounced. I'm going to type it into the thing and you can see it. Okay. How would you say that? Execrables? 
Execrables. Uh, it should be in the dice roller thingy. That's what I thought. Oh, Excrables. Excrables. It's like there's an extra E in there. Yes. But anyway. language is weird. It is. It is indeed. So, would you like to go there? Yes. You just want me to start waving around this, these two naked girls making <laughs> out. Anybody want this? <laughs> Only a castanist gets to hold the kraken. You know what? Now, if only you could combine the two. Uh, so, you head across the bridge into the area of the city known as Old Corvosa, which is rather crowded and obviously the oldest part and has kind of been turned into a very, let's call it a low-rent um, district. Um, and you make your way to what was probably some sort of former temple by the looks of it that's been refurnished with gaudy gold-colored paint and massive glass gems. Um, and, 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 and basically, it, it's like so deep into the red light district. So deep. Okay. That's an irony in this. Um, I'm, no lo- I'm not going to be waving that statue around. <laughs> Gonna, they're gonna start thinking that I was like, "Hey, pretty little baby, you want this?" Um, there are a multiple of signs with illustrations to deal with the people who don't necessarily have to read, um, advertising what the place offers. It 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 seems to be um largely a sort of theater, um, with performances of not just a crude but violent nature as well. Theater? Um, BDSM, basically? Air quotes. And, and, and of course, it offers real blood each night. Uh, uh, as, as well that there are um, a number of advertisements for museums that offer such Things as two dozen and three severed heads, unwanted fetuses, and instruments of torture and murder. Oh well, that's all exciting. Yeah, that's not creepy at all. Yes, it, it's it's probably there's there's probably a number of unwashed people lining up and walking in at this time as it's getting into the evening a little bit for the first show of the night. Of course, it's the tamest show. Ouch! I vote we avoid that corner. Uh huh. Yeah. So, are you you just walking away, or are you trying to find someone to just talk to and sell this? I'm afraid of approaching anybody here. (laughs) Let the corporate brothers do it, and I'll just come up with the item. You, you, you want, you, are you saying that you want Brunes to do the talking? No, no, no. that's not it. Quirk could try his hand. Dirty. 
Um, no, no, that's not even, that's not remotely near the level of dirty in this part of town. Uh, They're just outright crude here. But anyway, so is someone going to approach it, say like the, the ticket seller or someone, or? I, I could do it. So Cass walks up to someone who looks like that they are in charge of all the Seven copper for entrance into the first night show. Uh, do, do you know where we can find an appraiser nearby? Appraiser? You're in the wrong part of town for that, dwarf. You want to go to one of the markets for an appraiser. Yeah, well, we have some questionable stuff, and... So, what are you saying? Do you know anybody who'd be interested in this kind of statue? Oh, you want to sell something to the boss, eh? Yes. Yeah. Just give me a minute and I'll see if he can come out. He was um uh, interviewing some of the new talent. Okay. <clears throat> Uh, he probably finished in, in a minute or two. I'll be right back. So you you you, you wait a little bit, as all sort of um, folk make their way. Um, some of them looking like they're better dressed, but kind of hiding it and slumming it, so to speak, to enter into the source facility. And eventually, um, a, 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 a somewhat short but human hide all the same. Um, he has several sores visible on his skin, greasy hair with a receding um, hairline, just like flakes of dandruff in it. A large, bulbous nose comes out, um, wearing clothes that are fine but don't really fit him and doesn't look well washed. Ah, hi there, my name's Pitt Swastel. What can I do for you? I am the owner of this here fine establishment. Hey there. You're looking to offer your services as talents, huh? No. No, no I'm not. No. Uh, we have something here that might interest you in, in purchasing. Alright. Uh, Let's say it. I'm going to show him this Succubi statue. Okay. Highly realistic. Scandalous figurine. His eyes kind of go, go wide, but then he quickly, and kind of quite badly, tries to put on sort of poker face. It's it's um not not bad. I, I guess I could take it off your hands. Um, uh, um. What do you, what do you say to fifty gold, eh? No, I'm. Um, I actually I had this appraised a little while ago, and it's closer to four hundred. Let me just get to the right page here. <laughs> Where are we? Where are we? We're talking to a. Oh, yes. yes. Um, uh, damn it, you know what it actually is. Fine, fine, I've been making a collection of Iava's sculptures. I'll give you 400 for it. I figure I'll make a nice museum, eh? You can build little private viewing galleries, rent them out for time limits, let people handle them hands-on, you see? Yeah, yeah. He tries to bump elbows with Quirz to see if he agrees with it. Chris cringes and nods 
and steps away from him. I think you were a little bit more impressed than 400, sir. It's 400 gold pieces we're talking here. You know how long you'll give me to recoup that? Fine, fine. 420. What do you think, boss? Actually, I really want this off my hand, so 420 sounds good. Good. All right. He he invites you to, to, to if um, you can wait, wait inside for a moment as he'll get the gold out. Oh, okay. okay. Keep your hands on your weapons. Or your pockets. Just going inside here. It's it's a gallery where like it's it's not just porn or even S and M stuff, but it's like this place goes out right into like fake snuff type stuff here. It's a nasty place. Horses' eyebrows are not on his head. <laughs> I'm uh, sure Cassness is staring at a few things. Uh, after a torturous amount of time, during which you can already hear some screams starting from the um, um, just very realistic-sounding screams coming from the theater, uh, he comes out with a nice <laughs> bulging bag of coins. All right, here you are. I couldn't uh, interest any of you for um, uh, auditioning, eh? No. Hell no. Busy people right now, I'm sorry. Doesn't hurt to ask. You never know when someone will be down on their luck and need some quick money. Okay, here we go now. <laughs> if we ever down on your luck, we'll remember you. Good to have you, good to have you. Stop by the one of the shows, eh? I'll give you a nice deal. One right. coin off. Come on, Bruns, we're leaving. Bruns, confused. Don't worry about it, Chris. <laughs> Come here. Come on. All right. Don't, Chris, don't ask questions you don't want the answers to. <laughs> I am so embarrassed for these characters. <laughs> okay, uh, so I did... Did I, in fact, get 420 pieces of gold, or did he try to get me off? You you did, in fact. I, I forgot there was something I wanted him to do. I wanted to haggle with you to try and give you free tours and stuff, but yeah, yeah. You, you got your full money. Cassius was a little freaked out by the museum. Let's just say that. It's not. We're a more, more astounded by it. <laughs> he didn't know there were some of those objects. It, it is. It is not a nice place. What is that thing used for? Let's go find out where we can get rid of this kraken. I'm not giving it to that guy. This poor kraken does not deserve that. No. 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 Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> you have feelings for the poor Kraken. The second bite, meh. The gold ingots is 100 gold pieces yeah. each, right? Oh, yeah. Like, you could trade those on a, a metal smith or money. They're essentially currency, really. They're trade. Well, I know that. I was just making sure I wrote it down right. Yeah. You're talking about the 12 you got from the Queen, right? Yeah, the yeah. ingots. Um, the box itself is worth an appraisable amount. It's a nice little box. Yeah, I was, uh, I was planning on selling that, too. We've got a lot of gold. Can I go ahead and take the make the gold ingots into the gold pieces? If you wish. Okay. 
basically. Just to technically, you, you probably carry the bars around, and you, if, you, if you just need to drop a hundred gold someplace on a purchase, they're like I said, they're trade bars. They're they're just the equivalent of instead of a um, I forget your American a one dollar bill is like a hundred dollar bill. Right. I was going to say a one dollar coin, but coin. We love our loonies and toonies up here in Canada, eh? <laughs> we're loony, we're toony, we're all a little. No. That's what we call our one dollar and two dollar coins, you know. Loonies. That's actually really adorable. They they have a picture of the loon on them. And you oh, get- that makes sense now. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just putting, I'm converting it all into gold pieces that could be still in gold par- bars. I just wanted something easier to split yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Uh, you know, we could probably put all of our coins in that box and it would probably be easier to carry. This is pretty small. Yeah, it, yeah it's pretty it's small. small box. Yeah. The, the, so, the, the reason they use trade bars is because they are more compact. So you're heading to the gold market then to try and sell the. Yes. Sculpture thingy with jade eyes. Yeah, a place where we should have gone in the first place. All right, so you make your way there, and there's a number of vendors. Um, um, before I go there, do you mind me actually appraising this silver chest? Oh no, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. So we're appraising this in the middle of the street. Well, you're you like it. This is something yes. you could have done. Yes. Holy crap! So, if I'm recalling... You know the molecular structure of that thing. Oh, it seems impressive now. Wait, Damn! Wait until you're rolling like 40s on your checks when you're higher level. <laughs> uh, so, yes. The velvet-lined small silver chest is worth 50 gold pieces. <sighs> All right. We'll find a place to sell that and the Kraken. Okay. So, so you're you're able to find a, a place that kind of has a few different knickknacks and and stuff that seems to be, um, yeah, just general decorative items or small, useful but very highly decorated with precious metals or gems, sort of thing. The type of place to sell those items. Yes. What can I help you with? Oh my god. Hey, <laughs> uh, yeah, hello. Uh, I have two things that I'm interested in selling you. Um, the first one is this this Kraken carving. Ah, yes, very good. I see that it has precious gems in its eyes. And how much would you be looking for um, selling this? Would you go for um, 220 I do not think it is worth quite that much. May I say perhaps 175? 190? Mm, sure, I will take it for 190. Excellent. And uh, what about this small silver chest? Mm, very small, but quite nice. And you're asking price? Fifty? Yes, you are getting straight to the value, but I will accept um, purchasing for fifty, yes. 
And could I interest you in anything, perhaps? A stool with golden lion legs? Or perhaps this lamp from faraway places? Nobody needs that kind of adventure right now. Let's go. Oh, come on. Oh, but I could wish myself to be a princess. It, Ain't no. It, it, it looks <laughs> a very oddly dingy and out of place lamp in comparison to the fine items he has. It like looks like just made of bronze or copper. Or... <laughs> I'm sorry. That's... No. How much would that be, though? <laughs> For an item like this. Imported from far across the seas, from the sand, from the sands of far origin, I would ask but seventy gold pieces. All right, we'll take the lamp. You can make an appraise check if you want. Do you want an appraise? I have no appraisal. I'll appraise it or try. My heart wasn't in it. Um, you're not 100% sure, but you're pretty <laughs> sure he's overpriced it by quite a bit. Like, as far as you can tell, it's like an ordinary copper oil, copper oil lamp. Maybe worth 10 gold pieces at the most? You have 654. Uh, That's my own. Of course, if you want this, you go buy it. I'm buying it. Then you have it with him. <laughs> You're proud of yourself, aren't you? Who? You. Me? Yes. Maybe. So, so are are you going to try and bargain him down, or, or take seventy gold, or pay seventy gold pieces for it? Uh, I'm gonna, would you take 65? Really? You're gonna go down 5. Yes, that would be acceptable. I guess I'll give it So then. I'll just extract it from here. Oh my god. If a blue man pops out, I'll just die. So you pay him 65 gold pieces for the lamp? Yep. Alright. You now have a lamp imported from Arabia. Oh, I can't say it. From Arabia. You put it in your inventory. I'm not even going to touch it. Huh? <laughs> Is that a bronze lamp? Yes. Bronze oil lamp. Alright. Anything else you're doing? Or does Quiz immediately want to go home and rub the lamp? <laughs> that just sounds wrong! But no, Quiz knows he has to go to visit the uh, guard woman. I am refraining. 
We go oh. visit the guard woman, our boss, whose name I have forgotten. That's bad. I mean, it's okay if we forget names, but you're not supposed to forget names. Oh, no, no, no. I, I, was, I was speaking for Quarters. I know that what her name is. Hi, <laughs> you. So, yes, what, what, do we, what is party doing? I, I, I see Jen is fervently doing some calculations, I think, here. <laughs> and hiccuping possible. Uh, that was a hip herp. A hip herp. Burp with a hiccup at the same time. It was weird. I do that. I'm sorry. I'm just calculating how much gold everybody has in party loot. Excellent. All right. Yes, we are going in. And I am looking for All right. So the guard is still pretty thin, but they seem to be making some progress as, I mean, as you kind of walked around, you haven't ran into any riots so far. So they must be doing some good job in keeping the city calm right now. So you get back to Citadel Volshenik, something like that. Yes, to go talk to Christia Croft. Yes. Um, Predecessor to Laura. You you can see that um, your friend Grau is um, there um, at the front, sort of doing some paperwork for now, but he seems somewhat weary after a day's long beat. You can also see your other um, known person on the guard, Oriana, as she appears to be set, saddled with slopping out and cleaning the horses and stables. Uh, so Grouse sees you and, ah, oh, hello there. Ah, glad to see you guys. How are you doing? Wait, wait, I, I heard that's right. You guys were made, um, uh, agents of the watch, weren't you? Yes, sir. Yep. Well, what uh, brings you here today? Checking in, I guess. Are you here to... Yeah, there, there was a uh, job that she wanted us to do. All right. Yes. All right. Um, yep, I can see if she's ready to see you. Just come inside and wait by the side here. Well, of course. He goes and checks with her, and then you are brought in to see Field Marshal Croft. Still looking weary-eyed, but... Working nonetheless. Ah, At least drinking. Field, no, yes, Grau does not smell of alcohol or drink as far as you can tell. He appears to be taking his job much seriously after the harsh sobering up that you gave him. <laughs> Excellent. Well, if he didn't pour raw eggs down his throat, that... <laughs> Ew, he is not guessed on. I was a lad. No. Won't go there. No singing Disney songs. Good, good. Though it's such a catchy song. Right? Uh, so, yes, your bro- uh, growl brings you in. Um, Chrissy did odds to him, thanks him. Uh, please, sit down. Thank you. Are you ready to hear the task that I have for you? Yes. All right. So, Carvosa's gone off troubles as it is without my own men losing their way and going rogue. 
As much as it pains me to admit, though, this has happened several times already. Many guards have deserted their posts, more concerned about friends and family than the city. I can understand this, yet not all of the deserters have family. Some of them are simply using the riots as an excuse for personal gain. One such man is Varric Van Kaskerkin. Worse than a lone deserter, he is convinced a small group of fellow guards that Queen Iliosa is going to ruin the city. Oh, for the love of Whether she does or doesn't isn't the point. Right now, we've got a citywide crisis on our hands, and I need all of my guards working with me to see this through. A deserter is worse than a lost resource. It's an infection. I can't afford to pull any of my other patrols off duty to deal with Van Kaskerkin, and I'd rather not expose any of them to him anyway, since I neither want Van Kaskerkin to infect more guards with his talk of secession, nor do I want some overly patriotic guard killing Van Kaskerkin outright. I need impartial, skilled talent. Like you. Okay. Van Kaskerkin so, and his... Sorry, do you want... No? So just as I'm clarifying, ma'am... Yes. Uh, are, are we are we ganking him, or...? No, we're trying to get her in the lock. Okay. Thought I'd checked. Yes. Um, Van, Cas- Van Kasperkin and his men have holed up in an abandoned butcher shop in Northgate. The place was called All the World's Meat. Yeah. I need you to check out the place. Try to avoid killing any of the deserters if you can, but if you must, they brought upon themselves when they threw in their lot with Van Kasperkin. For him, I'd really prefer it if you could capture him alive and return him to me for interrogation. But if he makes that impossible, I'll accept his body as well. Finally, see if you can find out why Varric deserted. If there's more to it than simple personal politics, I need to know immediately. Bring me Varric alive, and there's another thousand gold in it for you. Dead, he's only worth half that. Okay. No, that sounds fair. Pretty sure we can knock him out of anything. Well, his boat runs can. One swoop. Brunsk! Strike one swoop! With either your fist or your staff, it doesn't matter. (laughs) And Brunsk can probably carry him, too. Is there anything else? Well, I could, too, but I'm pretty low to the ground. You wish for us to bring Varrican alive. Dead if necessary. Or, and slash or, find out why he deserted. Indeed. Alright. But I would prefer to hear from Varric's own mouth, if possible. Of course. I completely understand and agree with that. He can also serve as an example of proper punishment and justice that is still available in Corvosa and still um, possible against deserters. Right. Well, if you have nothing else, I will ask you to be on your way and... Of course. Let's all go to the old butcher shop. The old world of meat. World of meat. All the world's meat. Yeah, that doesn't sound anywhere near like the 
alleyway we just crawled out of. Not at all. Now, if a place was called that in that area of town, it would be a much different kind of shop. Yeah. <laughs> Get your club enlarged by... Oh, my. This magical potion! Are you done? That's what I'm No, but I'm going to stop. Uh, so, uh, do you head out then? Again, it is late afternoon approaching evening and supper time now. Hard to say if it would still be open at this hour. I think we can go over there. Sure. Yep. Let's do that. Alright, so you're heading to all the world's meets. Oh my god. I'm sorry! I keep moving. I, I, don't, I don't suppose anyone needs to actually um, find out where that is, for example. Um, okay, I can do a local check. I was just check. that, yeah, Kaz there. You can do a knowledge local check. There is, a person can also do a diplomacy check to gather information on what's been happening in that place. Let's see. You can do a knowledge check, there. Oh, change down here. Um, I'm. Quiz is gonna do the uh, knowledge local check as well. Okay. All right. Both Kaznis and Quiz know that all the world's meat um, has been closed uh, and sort of held in escrow for about a year or so by the government. Uh, and is located on 22 Sturge Street. So this place has been closed for a year. This riot and stuff has been happening for the last three days. Okay. I smell rat. Four or five by now. Four or it's, five. It's, you, you know that it was essentially closed down. Um, the owner was arrested for tax evasion and um, actually died in prison. Oh, that's cheerful. So the place has been, yeah, it's a butcher shop that's been, like, abandoned for about that Is anyone doing so a diplomacy? So free reign for squatters, basically. Yes. Is, I, is anyone doing a diplomacy check to see what's, ha- what's what what the word on the street is about the place? Uh, plus two. I could do one. All that. Well, I'll, I'll wait my turn, then. I'll do a plus three. Alright, I'm going to go ahead and roll my diplomacy. Alright. Sylvia talks to people, but the the, the couple of guys that you get in their tavern, they seem to be more interested in steering the conversation to your uh, marital status and, and how attractive you find them as opposed to what they actually know about it. Aw, they think you're cute. Yes, I'm not interested. Um, yeah. The people Kaznis tries to talk to seem to be more along the lines of trying to protect their pocket and walk slowly away, keeping their eyes on you. And Oh, that's racist. Uh, Quirz, on the other hand, is able to strike up a very merry conversation with the person at the bar... Um, 
who, who says that it, it is, it's just been great what those boys have been doing for the area. Um, those, the, 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 a group of people, they, they're, they're, they're all pretty decked out and look like they might have been guards. But, um, yeah, yeah, they call themselves a the cow hammer boys. And I tell you, it's been great what they've been doing. They've been handing out free meat during the time of this unrest and riots here. And giving that out to the poor people when we can't even buy it or, or the food for outrageous prices these days. They've been keeping many families in the area from going hungry, you know. Hmm. I okay. tell you, it's a shame we couldn't have people like them in charge. You know, I even heard that there was some noble family helping them. Maybe they should be on the throne instead of that Iliosa person. Noble family? Which one? I, I can't recall. Some noble family was sponsoring them, I'm sure. P can't just hand out free meat otherwise. Need money to oh. buy it. Them's the people that should be on the phone, the throne, those that care for the people. Don't see the castle handing out any free meat. Okay. Oh, thanks for your time. No problem. Always good to help out one of you ranger folks. Thank you. Well, I'm glad you have a trustworthy face, Quirz. Rangers are, are well-liked in the city, what with the Sable Company and all that. Yeah. Good thing you have less as well. Sable Company are all Rangers. So, what do you folks do? Well, I guess we'll just uh, head out and scout the place. All right. Um, so, scouting the place, you'll see that there is, uh, you'll find it, there's a sign bearing the image of a fat, smiling cow that hangs above the entrance of the shop. Oh, that's cheery. Uh, inside, a long counter runs over half the room's width, beyond which a door stands uh, ajar. There's a low bench that sits against the east wall, while to the north, a marble-topped table display is likely meant to display the cuts of meat um, before a wide, grimy window. There's uh, quite a few flies that crawl and, and, and circle above the area of this place. Uh, you, you can just kind of see looking at the window that it's still open there are two folks inside um, they're not wearing any guard uniforms however they are still armored uh, with long swords and chain mail and whatnot uh, one by the counter one by the door um, uh, but yeah it, it doesn't appear that there's any meat on display as you're just kind of walking around looking through the window a bit trying to get the lay uh, so what are you doing? You're just kind of you're just kind of been walking on the outside street. You can see kind of to the side that there is a pen, which probably has a few uh, skittish-looking cattle inside of it. Well, that, I guess that goes without saying. Okay. Uh where are we? You would just be on the street in front. So this is okay. 
front being out over here? Uh, no, the, 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 uh, this is the room I just kind of okay. described for you. All right. You can actually see little cuts of meat in a window and stuff. So, unfortunately, I don't really have the street on the map, but... That's fine. I was just curious as to where we were in regards of... Thank you. Yep. All right. Well, how do we want to do this? Are we going to try to do it dipl diplomatically and knock on the door and say, hey, what's going on? Put Brunchkin in the back and just for that, just in case we need someone to attack him back? Because... <clears throat> If we do this wrong, if we look like we're surrounding the area, oh, they're so, going to already be on defensive. Apologies, there is currently no livestock in the pen. Mm. Oh, that makes me feel better. As obviously, at the end of the day, the livestock has been butchered and whatnot already. <laughs> well, hopefully they, they're continually using animal meat for meat. Oh, yeah, or we're going to have a Sweeney Todd thing on our hands. Wouldn't that be lovely? That's for Hannibal. Yeah. So, you weren't really given a time limit. You could, like, stake the place out if you wanted to. Yeah, um, so there's no one, nothing in the pen. Are there, like, windows? Um, like, the main windows that you can see are the ones to the shop front. Uh, the pens do look like they've been, like, recently used. You can see fresh-looking... Of prints and whatnot. So on and so forth. I I think staking out the place would be better. Yeah, I agree. So do you guys want to like split up and have two teams? One go this way and the other one go this way? Yeah, that sounds good. So who gets Velma? Hey. Are you kidding? You're Daphne. I don't mind being Velma. So what are you guys suggesting that you're doing? You're actually staying up all night? Well, I was going to like, circle the place a little. Okay. Oh, no, you're able to circle the place. Um, for the most part, there there is not any other windows into the, the facility. You just see... Can you get up on the roof of this one? No. No. There's no windows aside from what you see in the front. And um, no access to the roofs, apparently, right? Well, no apparent access, no. Nothing would stop you from making your own access, probably, but... Except for making too much noise. You, so you, are, you are kind of in a fairly populated area and they are close together so it could make some noise yes hmm uh there is a second floor to it that one does have some windows Prince, throw me up there no again you you are currently just it is still Day, there are other people walking through this area and whatnot as well. So, we have indeed looked into this room. Are there people there? Yes, you're able to see the two people inside. There's one that's kind of standing behind the counter, one kind of by the doorway. 
Okay. You seem to be gotcha. having a casual conversation right now. Well, I suppose, hmm. Who wants to roll a stealth check? I'll do it. Let me find my stealth stats. Whenever the GM says that, everybody goes for the dice. It's terrifying. I'll do it! I'll do it! Me! Well, I thought he was saying or we being spotted, so everybody rolled the stealth check. Um, no, in this, in this case, uh, it would make sense that you guys just send your stealthiest two to check on the place and report back. Okay, go ahead, so as Quirz and Kaz both kind of take a walk back, they see that the two are just seem to be engaging in some light conversation and don't appear to take notice of the people who are watching the store from outside. Do um, we act like you're you're able to see that there is like a, a collection of like not necessarily fresh, but meat juices on the table in front of the window and stuff that would imply that they did have fresh meat here in the morning, but they're sold out. Hmm. Okay. But they didn't clean the windows. Well, they don't want to bring up too much. Uh, That's a decent point. After all, this place is supposed to be closed. Exactly. And if they bring, if people start noticing, they're going to have to start paying taxes or whatnot. And then get arrested. So, yeah, there's logic. I'm voting for walking in and saying, hey, is this dude here? We need to talk. Because if there's an actual legit reason for him to be deserting... He probably has a name by now. Um, he would need to hide. And if there isn't, well... Yeah. So pretty much send in the lure and wait for the fish to bite, basically. Although I do suggest two people going inside and somebody staying outside in case he tries to run. Obviously, Bruce would have to stay outside. Close line. Well, if he runs, if he runs out the back and tries to jump over this fence, yeah. So keep two people out, people outside, two people inside. Cass, you want to check inside? Let leave fleet foot and muscles out here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do look the more starved, I guess. So Kaz and Sylvia are going inside. Who's going to watch the back door? Who's going to watch the front door? Bruce, which door do you want to go to? I'm asking you because Bruce doesn't make up his own decisions usually. Bruce, front door. Protect little Dagger and Sylvia. Hmm. What I thought. Bruns, good bodyguard. Hmm. I'll send you to the back door. Bruns can get the best bodyguard. And if you right about here. Okay. Hey, and both of us are going inside. I just hope there's no uh. Bruns kind of just stands back um, beyond the main window then, so he can kind of see inside, but. Hopefully it won't be noticed. All right. So, Sylvia lead the way or Kaz lead the way? Rock, paper, scissors. Uh, hold on. I have to get the camera up. Dang it. Come on. 
Rock, paper, scissors. Okay, Sylvia's leading the way. Yes, okay. So Sylvia opens up the door. Uh, the fellow standing by the doorway, I think you can see him there, right? Yeah. Is a tall man with bushy eyebrows eyebrows that merge into one just above his large, flat nose. Whereas the guy behind the counter is a kind of wheezy man whose chainmail doesn't quite fit his ample frame. Uh, the guy by the door kind of takes one look at you and says, um, Hey, all the meat's gone, and you don't really look like you're down on your luck. Why don't you just kick off? Excuse us. Um, we're actually looking for someone here. We're looking for a man named Varric. Calf, look at each other for a moment. No Varric here. Shove off now. I'm really sorry, but we do desperately need to talk to him. He puts his hand on his longsword. I don't think you hear what I'm saying. We're closed. Shove off. I'm going to show him my claws, and I need to talk. Business reaches for her master dagger. This is her your dagger. last warning. Now, sir, I really do not wish for this to come to bloodshed. I'm quite tired of it. All we wish no varicure, just a butcher shop. Yes, a butcher shop that was closed a year ago due to tax payouts. So you're saying people you can't buy it from the city? Why don't you check with town hall, eh? All right. We've come here from... (laughs) We've come here from the field marshal herself to look for... She's from the field marshal! Get him! Great. Again, all I wish to do is talk. Uh, No, as soon as you mention the field marshal, a look of panic goes through their eyes. Uh, knowing what happens to deserters. Uh, the one by the counter gives a quick shout back, calling two names, Carolo and Parnes, to come up. And the other one draws a sword. And we're pretty much going to go initiatives here. That's, yeah, I was getting ready to. Hey, Bronx! <laughs> yes, what? That's your initiative. Sylvia's going on a 23. Wow. Aww. I am very disappointed in myself. Kaz is going on an 8. Apparently I was startled. I don't know why. <laughs> to score, can I re-roll? That's just shameful. Nope. Uh, Quirz, you'll, you'll basically hear Brunsk yell down, Quirz, girls, trouble! And what's Brunsk going on? Brunsk goes on 11. And Cass has a measly score of 8. It's just sad. It happens. At least you didn't get a one. Decent point. 
So my deserters. Ooh. They're going on a five. Yeah. At least I beat them. Um, I'm a dwarf. I have to be competitive. Alright, so, Sylvia, you get to act first. He's right, well, kind of in the um, process of drawing his sword from the sheath. I'm going to go ahead and attack the dude next to me with my claws. Because, you know. All right. Do you want to do a non. Oh, wait, no. He's not there, is he? No. Uh, we do wish to keep these guys alive, I mean. For information. Uh, Varric was the one she wanted to lie for information. We wanted to keep these guys alive because they're people. Yes. And not really... I mean, I'm a pickpocket, but I'm not a... These guys seem... Like... She, she, well, the thing is, she understands in a life-and-death battle, things happen. Okay, so these guys we can kill without... But... She, no, she mainly wants a leader, not the underlings. But again... Dang it. That was hard. So that was the first attack from well, yeah. from Sylvia? Yeah. Alright, that misses. He is, his chainmail is quite extensive. And I, I get a roll again for the second attack, right? You do? Not that I did much. Eight snap. You, 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 you might have just broke a little bit of your pinky nail off in that armor. Correct. Ah. Quirs, you hear Brooms shout. Do you wish to stay out there or move forward? Uh, I think I'm just going to move. I'm just going to move to the corner over here. Make sure none try to escape. Here? Yeah. Because there's really not much I can do in close combat. In close combat or with the two girls in the doorway. Fair enough. So you just kind of... Whoever in the back hears the commotion up front, I don't want them escaping. Okay. Alright. Then we're on Brunsk's turn. So Brunsk is drawing his saps, I guess. He was told not to kill. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Kind of... uh, Hmm. Yeah, he'll kind of sneak by Cass. Move a bit to the side there. Excuse me! Now, the reason that he's allowed to move around him is because these guys, since they haven't acted on the first round of combat, are flat-footed. When you're flat-footed, you don't threaten, so he doesn't provoke any attacks of opportunity. Normally, he cannot move this easily past him. Huh. And with that, Brunsk will try to hit him with his sap. Which is a plus six. <laughs> Runesk strikes out and it bounces off the guy's um, shoulder plate. Kaznis. <laughs> now, one thing to mention is again, it's the first round of combat and they are flat footed because they haven't acted yet. So if you hit one, you get your sneak attack damage. If you hit okay. with a dagger, you get to do 1d8 extra damage. If you hit with a non-dagger weapon, it does 1d4. 
and that's additional damage in extra for what you do. Alright, so where is my sneak attack? With her dagger. So here's an example where, yes, Kaz could draw sap, but she's much better with the dagger. <laughs> yes, I, uh, I think I'll, I'll go, I'll stick with the dagger since I mentioned it earlier. Okay. And I keep here, sir. So are you, are you going to step properly in front of Sylvia into the room then? Yes, I believe so. I will swoop for here. Well, it is two, two people ganging up on one guy, so can I do the counter dude? Uh, he's too far away from you, I think. 5, 10, 15. Yeah, he's a bit too far away from you. Short little okay. legs. So. Well, maybe if you step closer, he'll step closer to you, and then you can do combat. We can also hit him now. Hit his other people. Oh, well, Alright, so I roll a d20 first. Yep. Plus. So where's my... So that's six for my masterwork dagger. Yes. Are you kidding me? Unfortunately, your dagger is also thwarted by his armor. And here we just got caught. Hmm? And here we just got caught. Unfortunately, you mentioned the field marshal and being sent by her. So these guys are probably running off of adrenaline. Um, or they were guard. They're they pretty darn skilled. So let's see. A shiny new dagger didn't work. Dagger. Dagger. Dagger, dagger, same thing. Alright, so... The door behind the guy by the counter opens up, and you can see that the hallway opens up, and there there are two more guys um, going forward, swords drawn. Okay. Oh, sorry, one of them has a hammer, a slaughtering. Oh, hammer. that makes all the difference. Uh, yes. So, uh, that was those guys. The one behind the counter is going to move forward to attack Kaz. Well, crap. So let's see. Does a 17 hit Kaz? Yes, it does. Crap! Oh, look. I got hurt. And that's seven points of damage to Kaz. Ugh. Uh, oh, you didn't add your two hit points. Okay. And then the other one is going to attack Brunsk. And that threatens a critical. Oh, that. And that's confirmed. 
Oh, snap! Oops. So, uh, sorry. Oh, that's not bad critical. That's actually less damage than Kaz took. Uh, a total of five points of damage to Brunsk. Uh, sorry. Four, baby. Four, because he's tough. Uh, right. Back to Sylvia. I feel gypped. I feel so gypped. Okay. Um... They might need Queer's help after all. Right? You can scream that if you wish. Yeah, I think I'm actually going to uh, step outside. Okay. If that will... Can you step back outside, scream, and then step back inside? I don't think so. Um, you can take one five-foot step on the turn. Uh, nothing, again, the door is open. Nothing stops you just from shouting. Well, I know, but Quirz is like way the hell I got over there. It's only... I don't have good hearing. It's not that far. Each of these is, what? Five feet. Five feet? Five feet. It's fine. Uh-huh. You can shout and he can hear it. Okay. As well yeah. as everyone else on the street, but you... Some some people are already making their way um, running from here as they just kind of seen what happened inside. Oh, good. Where's I done messed up? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm going to... Yeah, I'll just stay here and just yell that out the door, I guess. Okay. Um, it's a free action to talk, so you, you still have your full turn left. Okay. Because um, I really I don't want to use my hair unless I absolutely have to. Well, keep in mind, you do have two uses of it, and it lasts for a minute per use. Yeah, but who's to say how long a minute is? It's ten rounds. Each round is okay. six seconds. Sorry. I keep forgetting. The little knowledge I know that not everyone does. Okay. Now I'll just, I'll use it to help tie down Varric later. Okay. And um, for what it's worth, technically, since your hair is also a natural weapon, you can Uh attack with your hair and two claws at the same time, though one of them would be getting penalties. Okay. Actually, maybe not. It's just, my character is totally badass. Yes, your character's badass. My whole body is a weapon. Um, I'll just use my claws. Okay. <laughs> no. First one misses with a ten. And, and the first one, one misses with an eight. Quirz. It's going to make his happy little tush over there. Right? So. You're probably going to take a double move action. Yeah. So that moves you 60 feet, with each square being 5. 60. You can pretty much make your way to the corner and see what's happening through the window. Okay. So you see uh, things are not looking good inside. 
Where is it? Dad fucked up. Face Paul. Brunsk. Uh, so Brunsk is going to start with the one in the corner. He now has his two attacks. And I think he's actually even going to um, use uh, a round. Uh, he's going to start raging. A controlled rage. But you, you can see him kind of going, and his veins kind of pop out a bit. His muscles bulge. Did he get offended because Lethal Dagger got hurt? You have no idea. Possibly. Uh, so the first one, with his sap, is a 22, which is going to hit him. Oh, shit. Oh, which does... 10 points of damage, non-lethal. And the second... Uh, the guard is still up. The second attack hits as well. Damn. Doing 12 points. And... <laughs> Uh, that will be enough to knock that one out to the ground. Oh, thank God. So that guy's gone. Kaznus. I'm going to try to stab him. Let's see if my rolls will improve. No. Heart of the die. No. Yes! Don't. Yeah, no? Yeah, don't do heart of the die. Don't. Just don't. Why? Sorry. I thought I made that what? up. What? What's wrong? Oh, that, that wasn't a Yu-Gi-Oh reference? Well, yeah, kind of, yes. That, yeah. Ah. Sorry. As an old Pokemon <laughs> card player... I have issues with Yu-Gi-Oh. Aww, I'm sorry. But yes, you do hit with a 21. Roll your damage. Which is, I need a d6 with that, right? Yes. Sorry, oh, no, a d4. I, I did that wrong. Sorry, uh, it's, you're using a dagger, so you should be doing 1d4 plus 2. Very good. Five points now. Five. Peter. One of these days I'm going to learn these controls. All right, the deserters. Uh, let's see here. Five, ten, fifteen. One is going to get in front of Brunsk. And five, ten. Let's see, how good are these guys at their acrobatics here? They are not good at all. So let's see here. Let's put in a minus six. Yeah. He 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 tries to scra scramble over the counter, but he doesn't make it. Uh so then the one in front of Kaznis is going to attack her again. Not at all happy being stabbed. Uh, which one is... Uh, so let's That is going to miss. Whew. Which of these guys has the hammer? Oh, shit. Uh, is it you? Do you? Yeah. 
you have the hammer? Who's no. got the hammer? You got the hammer? No. The, the, the one trying to climb and being unsuccessful has the hammer. Or not the hammer. So, the other one <laughs> just tries to stab at Brunsk again and is successful once more. No, not Brunsk. Brunsk takes three points of damage. Why do you even bother adding the plus one? Well, it's it's because it's plus one for everyone else. Brunsk okay. has damage reduction. Brunsk is Brunsk. His skin is just that hard. Uh, Sylvia. It's worse, apparently. Well, he has armor, and I just have a chain nope. shirt. That's it. Brunsk, Brunsk has a class ability called Invulnerability. That must be nice. Um. Okay, so we move there. Actually, I think that's all I'm really going to do is just get out of the... Come on, user slaying foray. Oh yeah, I do have to sling. So I'm going to hit this dude. Uh, all right. What's my sling? Uh, unfortunately, slings are, I think, a move action to load. Okay. So you can grab your sling and start putting a stone in it this turn. Okay. And then you can actually toss it next turn. Quirrs! Of course, but as soon as I get there, they seem to have it handled. Um, there's still three of them up, and, I mean, Brunsk and Kaz took some pretty big hits there. Mm. Now, you, you can shoot, because you have your precise shot thing, so you can shoot at these guys all right. Technically, well, the guy behind the counter is getting cover, because you only see half his body. Right. I use but, my, you, know, you can still see the vital stuff. I'll so. do my precise thingy. What's it? So your best and uh, the guy that's attacking Kaznis, okay. or right in front of Kaznis. All right, so Thank you're going to you. shoot at him. I do not get him. Uh, are you using your deadly aim? Uh, yes. And he's human, so you get a plus two bonus on the attack and the damage. Ooh. Plus eighteen. Uh, plus plus eight. So, eventually, she rolled an 18. Oh, yes. 18, which is just enough. Sorry, I missed that. Great. So, you need to roll the damage. 1d8 plus 5. Yes. Very good. One in front of Kaz takes 7 points of damage. Brunsk spends another round of rage. And continues to be a storm with his saps. So let's mm-hmm. see. The one in front of him is missed twice. Uh, wow, he is blinded by rage now. Blinded by the light. Cats. <sighs> Do I want to kill this guy? 
How many hit points does that guy have left? Well, I mean, remember, uh, people can survive on negative hit points. That's true. And we don't want to kill them. And I... Yeah. But my rolls haven't been that great, so... Uh, well... Kaz is neutral. She probably doesn't care too much as getting the job done as opposed to whether or not these people live or not. And I imagine she's still a little pissed. A bit. So I'll I'll try stabbing again. Stabby, stabby. Stabby, stabby, stabby. Because I like my daggers. No. No. I couldn't even cut that dude's shoelace. No. What the hell? Deserter's turn. All right. Uh, the one uh, with the hammer is going to step forward and is going to try and hit Sylvia from across the counter. Hi, pretty lady. I'm, I'm tiny and the counter... Uh, okay. <laughs> Seriously, I'm four foot something. Uh, it, it appears that does help as he rolls a total of 11, which is enough to miss you. Uh, then we have one in front of Kaz with a sword. Swings and misses. Clearly, Corvosan guards aren't trained against dwarves. And the one in front of Brunsk. Um. Well, according to my ability sheet, I have evasion, so that... That, that, that doesn't help against being hit. That helps, against, that helps against being caught in an explosion. Ah, uh, well. It is uh, full of usefulness, then. So so Brunsk seems just be flaying so hard that he just bats away the blows. Back to Sylvia. Hmm. So, Sylvia... I'm going to use my fling. Un- unfortunately, he is now threatening you. And using a ranged weapon within threatening... Space provokes. So I'm going to step up on the meat thing? Matt. And then I'm going to shoot? It's, it's not really... A, a, you, you'll have to roll me in acrobatics to just get up there. It's, it's not exactly easy to do. Huh. I'm going to fail. Watch fail. That was... I told you I was going to fail! No, no. You, I can't just use my move to get up there. Um, you you make move attempts. That was one use of a move action, which failed. You can try again. Might as well, because I mean. But that would be your turn, just moving away. Well, I can't hit it with my claws because I'm tiny. I'd have to jump up onto the desk no, to hit him anyway. No, it's not that high of a counter. You can try and attack him. Are you it's only half a man's height. I'm half a man's height. <laughs> You're fine. At most counters are maybe like three feet high or so. Uh, unfortunately, your your claws do not cut through the armor. Quirs. Um, let's see. 
Can I try to jump up? <laughs> no. I'm going to do my deadly aim at the one dude behind the counter. Okay. He... Well, thank you. Precise shot, don't you? Okay, yeah, go ahead. Uh... So that was with the plus two, so that misses. Okay. Sixteen misses. Well, at least he now knows there's an archer. I think they knew that last turn. When you stepped in with a bow. Runes spends another round raging. And uh, is going to continue his attack with the saps. Oh, and rolls a one. And a 23. So... So look to have been bitch slap. <laughs> well, one of them just doesn't connect at all. Uh, there we go. He hits He hits the guy on the side of the head. Dazes him a bit, but the deserter is still up. Yes. You gonna try to use a dagger again? It's what she has. That thing that you did that like, standard. Or just have hardly try to stick each other. And <laughs> 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 like not even moving our feet, like we're just like slicing at each other. <laughs> horribly. This is one thing at a low level when everyone has decent ACs, it, it tends to be like just swinging a miss, swinging a miss at each other. I don't see how I'm not even getting hit. I've got 13 AC. You've, you have 13, you have 12, don't you? For math. But um, you've only been attacked once so far, I think. Well, you were, it was twice. I have 13? Rude. How do you have 13? I, did, I got something. Oh, I'm looking at your sheet with, uh, with uh, um, dex damage. I need to reload. Yeah, we, we had to restate it. Yes. Actually, I think I owe Kaz her hit points back. She has an AC of 18. <laughs> and that hit with a 17, as I recall. But I, I received 7 points of damage at the beginning of this fight. Yeah, but that's because he hit a 17. And I was looking at her old AC, which includes your dex damage. Oh! But you're faster now. You recovered. So you actually weren't hit before. You had to it! There's all illusion. Okay, so I'm back at 18? 20. 20. Seriously? 20 is your full hit points, which you should have had at the start of the day. Huh. Otherwise, how did you get... How did you get 12... How did you get 13 out of subtracting 7 from 18? Magic? Well, I I corrected it back yes. to 20 before I... Yeah, and, and, and just you, you should be at 20 at the beginning of the day. So you would be at 20. Sorry. So that 7 points is inert? Yes, because he didn't hit you at the time. Because I was looking at wrong AC. Okay. Anyway, Kaz, stab. Stabby stab. Stabinate. Stabbing all the deserters. 
Stabinate. Stabinate. Have you guys not seen Trogdor? No. No. I'm too busy liking the way you pronounce your A's. Be nice. I <laughs> shake my fist. Oh. I'm going to say that from now on. It works. It doesn't work because that missed. Well, it was better than a friggin' eight. <laughs> Deserters. Uh, we have Hammer in front of Sylvia. Which misses again still. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> Longsword <laughs> for Brunsk. Ooh. It's like trying to hit each other with the... Uh... Brunsk is hit. Brunsk gets sliced for seven points of damage. Uh, it's like we're trying to hit each other with the foosball table, guys. And this long sword sliced towards Kaz, which misses her. Sylvia, back to you. Okay, well, I'm going to... Am I able to move over here and then use my sling? No, he still threatens from there. Oh my god. Okay. I can't my sling for nothing. Alright, I'm just going to use my sling, or my claws again. Okay, if you want to use both, you're going to have to drop your sling to open up that hand. If I drop my sling, do I get it back later? It'll be on the floor, you can pick it up. Well, I mean, after the fight. Yeah. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll be online. Yeah, I'll just drop it and attack with both of my. Okay. This. Oh, no. Um, no, a misses. <laughs> no. You need to start using your spells or your hair or something. I put ear piercing scream and lay on hands. I guess I could use that one. You also have your hair, which is a good weapon, and inflicts light wounds. Sure, that's what I was the lay on hands. I mispronounced the. You, you mispronounced it. You read it entirely wrong. I mispronounced. Uh, so Sylvia claws at the metal. Whirs. Delian. Who's right. being pin cushioned? Kaz's guard still. Uh, let's go with the one with Sylvia again. Okay. Wait. We're having fun. No, Kaznis. We're having fun being foosball table. Uh, that will hit. A 20. Roll the damage. Damage is the, uh... Um, 1d8. Five. And you. One D eight plus five. One D eight. Nice. Alright. one back dust. It hits him and he falls bleeding to the ground. Y'all come at Cadmus. Sorry, what? Uh has been using a lot of rounds of rage in this battle. And is going to swing his saps once more at the one in front of him. A 20 will hit. A 13 will not. Ah, oh, well, the fifth one's good. 
12 points of non-lethal. Ah, come on. And he's looking woozy, but he is still standing. Kaznis. How about diplomacy to convince the guy to lay down? Um. <laughs> Dude, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. Just lay down. Which guy? You, 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 you can, but you have to consider that they're risking the punishment of um, deserting, which can be quite harsh, and is, in fact, typically usually death-like. Hmm. Deserting being a bad thing you want to discourage. Right. Uh... uh so... He is, he is looking poorly. Um, now here's something where, again, we need to get Kaz acrobatics. But well, mind you, you could just move anyway and risk attacks of opportunity. Because they haven't hit you so far. Um, but if you would move to a flanking position for the one behind Brunsk, or the one behind, uh, Sylvia's fighting, uh, both people who are flanking get a plus two on their attack rolls, and you get to do your sneak attack damage against them. So I can hop over this guy and then move here? Um, you can do that. That provokes from both of them if you want. But if you do that, you can move and attack, and you get a plus two bonus, and you do your sneak attack damage. Okay. Would you like to try that? I would like to try that, yes. So, since you really don't have acrobatics worth trying on this... Um, oh, plus two. Okay. I'm turning off my camera because the light is giving me a headache. Okay, that's fine. Your, your camera has a light? It has a light that like right next to its little camera thing. Weird. Tell me that it's on. So, it's the first bright. attack of opportunity against Kaz misses... The second one also misses. So yes, you... I'm a damn lucky dwarf. Uh, actually, you want to position right behind him to be flanking. Right. So you are Bye-bye. now flanking. You get a plus two bonus to your attack, and if you hit, you get to do your sneak attack damage as well. Okay. Hit, 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 hit. So let's see. So... That'll be plus eight on my part. Yes. Right? Okay. Yeah, no. Are you... <laughs> Sixteen is not enough. Holy I am going to have an aneurysm! Please don't. Please don't. That, that wouldn't be good for the audio, to have aneurysm on it, I'm sure. Might give a bad rap. Role-playing causes aneurysms. Uh, <laughs> so, one in front of Brunsk is going to keep on trying with that sword. Come on, you He's going to keep on hitting Brunsk. Seriously, Brunsk is going like, to fall down soon at this rate. Brunsk takes eight points of damage. Um... You guys can see Brunsk's health bar, right? 
No. Oh, exactly. No. He's oh, on no. one hit point. Oh, I couldn't see it anywhere. I didn't know if we had health bars up there. Can you guys not see the health bars? Those I can't even look closely, but I'm blind as a bat, usually. Those, oh, those no. He's still up. He's on one hit point. Oh, oh. no. You know what? After this, we're all going grocery shopping for healing potions. I've got healing potions. Uh, the one by the counter has a choice of either one for Sylvie or two for Kaznis. He thinks he's going to keep attacking the witch. No. It looks like an easier target, well, with wearing no armor. Sorry, with wearing just a battle kilt. I know. Joe does get the kilt. And the 16 will actually hit. Yeah. Finally! Oh, wait. Okay. <laughs> uh, five points of damage to Sylvia. Sylvia's turn. Okay, um... I'm going to move over by... If, if I move over here, does that provoke an active... Moving the full 10 feet does. Um, <laughs> one thing you can do is you can move 5 feet, activate your hair hex, and touch Broomsk <laughs> with your hair and cast a spell Doesn't, out. doesn't that provoke an opportunity from this guy? Um, sorry. Using, using, using your hexes does not pro- provoke... Attacks of opportunity. Okay, Ever. fine. I'll use my hair hex and I'll slap Brunsk in the face with it so I can heal him. Okay, so you're using your heal hex for the day on Brunsk. So you could roll a d8 plus two. Oh, I forgot I had a heal hex. Yes, I, that's that. I was just going to use my heal at wounds. Oh, no. So, that, 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 that would provoke. But, um, yes. 1d8 plus two? Yep. So at least he's got two hit points. That was me. Very good. Brunsk has healed five. He's still pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, Quirz. Hey, I have a... Wait, never mind. Hold on. Hold up. Okay. I do not because I'm going to shoot the guy next to Brutsk that's attacking Brutsk. Okay. Then the update. 1d20 perfect. Okay. No. No. The dice roller has turned on you guys. A 13 will miss. Brutsk continues his rage. Um. And strikes with his saps. 17 will miss. 18 will hit. Oh, this is good. Brunsk will take him down. Yes. Maybe. No, no, no. He, he's been hit a few times by Brunsk. This is enough to seal the deal. Okay. And... Brunsk gives a final whack across this fellow's face, and he falls down unconscious. Kaznis. Uh, you can move five feet and be flanking once again with this fellow. Like, be right on top of him? <laughs> no, 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 no. If you move diagonally, you can flank diagonally with um, Sylvia. All right, okay. No, no, other diagonal. 
Yep. Flanking means that both people are just on opposite sides. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. No, I'm just... It, <laughs> it's how it works. But yes, you are flanking with him. Alright, so that's still plus eight on my part, right? Indeed. Are you freaking kidding me? I told you to stop doing it. You, um, you, 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 you miss. I stabbed the counter instead? Are you... Uh, you know, you, you probably hit him, but it kind of bounces off the armor. They're wearing pretty substantial armor. I hate guards. I hate them. All right. Uh, one continues to bleed on the floor a bit. And the other one, hmm. He's probably just going to go for Kaz now, considering that Sylvie ignored him. Hammer time in Kaz's face. Or not. That's a miss. Hammer time in my face? Are you serious? This is the hammer one. Sylvia! We came from the red light district, dude! And they... I just just thought it was an old, obscure pop culture reference. Hammer time. I know. I I know. Now I'm imagining the... Guard having parachute pants going, dead, dead, dead. <laughs> Okay, I'm actually going to go ahead and move over to Brinsky and give him a um, healing potion. Uh, okay. I have two. Two cure light wounds. Um, now, you, you can't really force it down his throat mid-combat. Like, well, well, I know, but if he's going to get down and lower hit points again, I want him to be able to have it. Okay. We can stab him to take it. Like, take your medicine! He is kind of, both his hands are occupied with weapons right now. Okay, I'll just stick it in his coat or something. Okay, fine. And because I'm still t- about ten feet away, I can use my hair, right? Yes, um, well, unfortunately, taking the potion out and putting it in Brun's pocket would be your turn. That's bold, but okay. Your your hair does not operate on its own functional brain. You can only do so many things at a time. It sounds like she's having a bad hair day. Hang on. If you, if you want, you can just move in a Quick, attack. let's pour some water on it! You can always give Bruins the potion after battle. Okay. I'll just do it after battle then. Okay. I'll move and then attack. Which is 1d20 plus 5, right? Uh, you Since your hair has reach... You are still considered flanking with Kaznis. So So you get a plus two to that as well. Seven. If I hit, I'm going to cry. You hit I'm it! Cry. I told you to just use your hair at the start of the battle. But I don't have to use all my hair time. It, you get two minutes, and again, you can just use them in, in minute increments. I don't have it. She's already used her hair twice now. I'm like Scrooge no. McDuck. No. I've used, no. I've hit like six times of it. Oh, six rounds. Ten rounds. Ten rounds. Okay. Per each minute. Yeah. Okay, what is the damage? Uh, 
It's a 1d3 plus 4. Sorry, Andrea's got my cheat up over here okay. on her computer. I'm not being mean to you. 1d3 plus 4? Yep. Because she's got my sheet open. Five points. He has been hit. Holy crap. All right. Uh, Quirs. I'm going to do what I've been doing. Uh. You shoot arrow? Yes. I do not make it. Is unfortunate. Brunsk continues to rage and is going to move there to flank with Kaz. He's going to hit with a sap with a whopping plus 10 bonus and miss with 14 oh. total. How do you miss well, with that? He is a little woozy, so... He is. Kaz. Well, daggers haven't been helping me much. You're good with daggers. You've just... I've just been having very crap poor luck. Yes. Okay, I am going to attempt to stab once again. I'm no longer flanking the guy, right? No, you're still flanking. I'm still flanking? Yeah, Brunsk is there, and technically Sylvia's hair with its long, long reach. Okay. Come on, baby, this guy needs a new hole. Here. <laughs> yes! A 24 will hit. So, you get to do your damage. It's your 1d4 plus 2 plus 1d8 sneak attack. So that's 10? What? Oh, wait, you said you roll, you roll the two things. Two. You, you do 1d4 plus 2 plus 1d8. One D, oh, okay. I misunderstood. It's okay. I'm sorry. It's okay. All right. D8 plus. Just one D8. No pluses. No, no pluses. All right. So with six points from the dagger and five points from the sneak attack, a total of 11 points to him. And, and, and you notice you didn't do the heart of the dice thing beforehand. Let's shut up. <laughs> I did the desperate gambler trick. All right. He takes a step back, making his way into the open doorway and gives a swing of his hammer against Kaz, but misses. 
Sylvia. Okay. I'm going to move here. Yes. And use my hair again, because, you know, why not? And more flanking. You guys need to flank more often. Flanking is good. Oh, we're tiny. We, that's okay. what we can do. Plus eight? Is 1d20 plus eight? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 22 hits. Roll some damage. Right? Seven points. Oh, and that's just enough. He falls Good. down bleeding. Yes! Uh, does Sylvia have stabilized prepared today? What? No, you do not. So, while two of them have been knocked unconscious by Brune's saps, and will possibly remain so for an hour or so, two of them have been hit mostly with non-lethal, or mostly with lethal damage, and are, in fact, bleeding somewhat slowly to death. See. Okay, can we? I'm going to go ahead and use my hex. Which one's worse? Uh, the one rates above Sylvia there. Okay, that's the one d8 plus two. So I'm going to use my healing hex on him. Yeah. Uh, okay, but here's the thing. Um, well, okay, that that's actually low enough to work. So he's still hurt, hurt and unconscious, but he is now stable. Uh, the thing with your hex, though, is that you can actually raise them to the point where they're just conscious again and fighting and stuff. You can you can also do heal checks to stabilize people. The skill heal. Right, right. That's the thing. Oh, I don't have my hex. Jesus, I was like, I do not have a plus one. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and use that one on the other one. Because um, I was... I didn't want them to be too badly... What? Did they freeze? I can't tell. I, I think they froze. Curse. Yeah, they froze. Curse internet connections. Curse them. We'll have to wait then. Yeah. Do you have your phone with you? You should text them. I do. You're, you're, you're froze on us. We can't see you. Or hear you. Or anything. But yes. Yay! I got to show you flanking. And how much better it is when you can use sneak attack, right? Yay! And I'm all the more reassured how best friends those two are. I mean, Brunskin cast, that's that's real cute. Oh dear, they dropped. Oh boy. Let us hope that we will hear back from them soon. Oh! Here they are. Sorry. No, our internet yes. died. Yeah, we, we noticed something happened. Did you did you get my last roll at least? Uh, did I? No, I did not get your heal check. No. Oh, oh. it was a twenty-three. 
Should we go on faith on that then? I think, I'll, I'll I, I think that's fine. He, he's he's not too badly injured. He'd probably be. Um, so you you tear off some cloth and you tie up his wounds so they won't bleed out. Thank you. All right. So you have four unconscious people at the bottom here. Anybody got some rope so we can tie them up together? Oh, hey. Roots have rope. And Roots pulls out some rope and starts tying them in one big bundle. Bundle's good. He ties them securely. So, what are you guys doing? Oh, I have have hemp rope. That's a good note for later. I guess we could just, like, tie them up and keep them behind the counter here. Now, considering that there are no lawful party members, um, while it's up to you guys personally, there is certain expectations that some of your wealth comes from looting bodies. Uh But that's up to you guys. Well, I wouldn't want you two to uh, soil your reputations, so I'll go ahead and loot. What what reputations do you have that can be soiled? Well, of course, he's trying to redeem himself. Sylvia's a fairly decent girl. That's bad. You're not Brune squawks over to Sylvia, still very heavily hurt. Sylvia, Brune's hurt. <laughs> Alright, baby, tell me I'll let me heal you. Okay. Oh my god, that's adorable! I'm gonna die! I'm gonna do the. Uh... He just covers over, just covered with these sword cuts, bleeding from various. Wounds. Oh! How does two light wounds work? Uh, pretty much exactly like your hex, except it provokes and stuff. But, yeah, casting it, you heal the same amount. Okay. So Brunska's healed a little. And I'm also going to go ahead and give him one of those potions. Uh, was this a cure light wounds potion? Yeah. Alright. Big Which I'm going to have to buy more of. Big cool, Sylvia. You're welcome. And Brunska will drink potion. Hey, that's a good number. So he he's he's a, he's a lot better now. He's a lot better. Most of Thank the you, Brunsk, for being so brave. Brunsk, bodyguard. You're the best bodyguard I've ever known. <laughs> he he just beams. Uh, okay. That that being said, technically he stops raging, so he's actually pretty tuckered out for about a minute or so. Well, I guess we're going to have to head down here sometime, huh? Uh, so you just... So, okay. So you're leaving the bodies alone, then? I told you guys to tie them up behind the counter. Oh, sorry. You guys, did you not hear that? Okay, okay. So you just tie them up behind the counter, then, and continue on? Yeah. Uh, I mean, if Kazus wants to loot them, that's Kazus. Well, I could keep an eye on them. At least. Why? If they're tied up, what's going to happen? Well, they could start screaming. 
We didn't exactly gag him. You can gag them easily enough, and they're... With Sylvia's knowledge of healing, they'll probably be out for an hour, if not some of the ones that were phys- hurt, physically wounded a, a day or so. Okay. Well, I can still loot them, right? <laughs> okay. Are, are you doing this in view, or are you kind of waiting as they walk forward? And then doing a quick rifle. Well, they're well, tied I'll, up. I'll, I'll, tell, I'll tell you what you can see, obviously, that they're carrying, if you want. Okay. Each of them wears a suit of chainmail. They had a heavy steel shield. Three of them had long swords. One of them had a... Essentially, it would be a war hammer. It was a, a slaughter hammer. Uh, they had crossbows. A light crossbows with ten bolts each. And they also seem to have a belt pouch that seems to jingle a bit as they've been moved around, moved around and stuff. I like jingles. Yeah, just take the pouches and leave everything else on them. What Nothing. need have we for all, everything else? All right. Each pouch essentially will average them having 20 gold pieces each. So a total, Mother of, load. total of 80 gold pieces from them. I'm going to put that in the party loot. Okay. Kaz is like, okay. So, going in the hallway, you can see two doors. Um, the ones to the south are partly open. Uh, the other one to the side is closed, and then you'll see stairs as well. Where would you like Out to of head? curiosity, would their chainmail shirts be better than my chainmail chain shirt? You have a chain shirt. They are wearing chainmail, which is medium armor and has like a few metal plates and stuff that is heavier. Um, you would be restricted in movement and lose your rogue abilities of, of types wearing it. And I'm slow enough, anyway. Yeah. Never mind. Um, you You... Uh, unless you can get a mithril chain shirt, you, you pretty much have like the best shirt you can wear that's non-magical. Right. You are well, wearing... surely Brunt's oh, could... Are you? Yeah, you are wearing chain shirt. Sorry? It could Brunsky use a new... Uh, Brunt's wears a chain shirt himself. He could wear it. Let's see. Are, you, are we really going to strip these poor guys? Well, yeah. they, they do have clothes and stuff. Uh, Bruce is probably happy enough just wearing his own armor now. He's... Well, then again, Cass couldn't convince him to shed his fur-lined coat and spring. So... You never know when it's going to be a cold wind. Bruce is foreign to the idea of, of spring. Um, he doesn't understand that you can get sick in the heat. Right? Uh, so, yeah, Bruce could wear it, and it would be a small benefit to him. But he would also be taking an, an increased armor check penalty. So he's probably fine not, and just wearing the chain shirt. Okay. I thought I'd check. He's okay. 
Runes like change. Hey, this is how I shot, okay? So, yeah, this is how cash shops. Alright, so, uh, yeah, what rooms do you guys want to look at? Um, I want to do a listen check, actually, like at this door. Okay. Uh, roll a perception check then. I got the peppers no more. All right. That was for Sylvia? Yeah. Um, so you don't hear anything. There's a, a, a bit of a smell of, not rotting, but just a, a, a smell of meat from beyond. Mm. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna try and sneak a peek in. Okay. Like, what would that be? No, stealth. It would be stealth. What about the stealth again? All right, you you open up the door just a crack. It's pretty dark, but that's no problem for you. Uh, the air in this room is stale, stinking of day-old... Oh, I suppose I can reveal it, can't I? That might help. The air in this room is stale, stinking of day-old meat and blood. Straw... Am I reading the right room? Yes. Straw litters the floor, scattered to catch what drips from the meat hooks affixed to the walls and ceiling on metal rods. To the north is a low, blood-stained table and two barrels of salt, while to the south a pair of double doors stands. An iron bar extends through a narrow hole at the top of the doors. The bar runs along the ceiling for five feet before ending at a vertical pole running floor to ceiling. It's essentially a, a, a meat locker. Um, is it? Yes. Yeah, is it not colder than normal? Mm, not in particular. Uh, they don't really have refrigeration units. That's kind of what oh, the yeah. salt is for. They had different preservation things. Okay. And, I mean, meat doesn't go instantly bad. I know, I'm just used to meat lockers being cold. No, oh, it's yes, but uh, it, it would be as as cold as possible, but not particularly midday. No. Um. Yes, what it, is this it, right here? Is another looks, door? Sorry? Is this right here another door? Uh, no. Okay. Sorry. It just seems off-colored. It's, yeah, some, some of that, that happens sometimes. Uh, so yeah, ba basically, um, the, the meat here looks very, fairly freshly butchered. Um, probably what they're up to in the evening to get ready for the next day. Fair enough, fair enough. Can I... Uh, Can I sneak up the stairs to see what's up there? You can try. Uh, before we split the group, can I just kind of ask uh, Sylvia then? You don't see anyone in here. Are you doing anything else with this room then? or No, because I'm not really particularly angry that they're selling meat to the underprivileged. Uh, make me a knowledge nature check. Oh, snap. That's it. 
Is that yours? Okay. All right. Please don't be human. You can tell that, well, you can't really identify all of them. You can tell mostly it consists of pork and beef. Phew. At least from a glance. So I'm going to go ahead like, step in. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to do a perception check. Um, for one in particular, or just a general perception? Just a general look around. Okay. Um, I'm stuck there. All right. I mean, you don't find anything else um, too much. You kind of take another look around. Um, you see the salt, and again, you see evidence that this this is probably what you... Um, uh, the, the two from the back were probably in the process of doing some of this butchering and preparing the meat and whatnot fairly recently. Uh, make me another knowledge nature check. Okay. It's a, it's a mm -hmm. ah, no. Yep. Yep. They're very, probably most of these were um, put here in the last hour or so. Okay. Um. Because we've got these doors down here, the stairs, and then we also have these doors here. Anything Kansas wants to do? You asking me? Yeah. Because we're kind of split up now. We got this little wall between us. Right. If you and Brunsk want to make any moves. Brunsk will pretty much just follow up or do whatever is suggested. He he's. He's not leadership material. Or independent thinker material. Okay, so there there's nothing upstairs or Um it no, hasn't I'm actually been It hasn't actually been checked out yet. But of of course, if you go upstairs and there's still people down here, then you could be attacked from both ends. True. Uh Tactical thinking goes to clear the floor level before going to the top. But you guys can do what you want. I think I'll check out this door here. All right. So it's actually open somewhat and um, lit up probably with the lantern. So... Bam. The floor. Oh, I see. It's awesome. Oh wait, that's a wall. <laughs> the floor. Wait, oh. No wait, that's crack. Stop. Quiet. Never mind. I'm gonna let you talk. The floor <laughs> of this grim chamber is strewn with blood-stained straw, and the reek of slaughter is almost overpowering. The Oof. room itself is a killing floor. A metal track affixed to the ceiling dangles meat hooks here and there allowing the hooks and their gory loads to be moved easily from the northwest, where a large hammer sits on the floor amid a permanent bloodstain. To the south, a bloodstained grill covers a wide hole in the floor. Just north of the grill sits two large vats of water, one boiling and one cold. Two large butcher blocks stand to the east next to barrels of salt, 
and in the northeast corner sits a reeking vat of cast-off meat and bones. Yeah, that's not creepy. At a glance, it appears to be empty. Uh, all right, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and uh, go down to my door, too. Yes, your door also opens up into the room, as necessary for the iron pole to kind of help transport the meat easily into the storage room. Fair. Uh, can I do a stealth check, just in case? Um, if you want... Yes, you can make a stealth check to move stealthily through the room. Are you heading somewhere in particular or trying to hide beside? Well, I'm going to, you know, pass through the doors in a room that I'm assuming is empty and then head towards this area here. Okay. So, I'm just being cautious. All right. As Cass would be. Alright, you, you, you move through, but there's kind of this squelching sound as you travel through a particularly heavy puddle. <laughs> that, that, of course, doesn't help your future steps of squelch, squelch. Oh, it's squishy. Well, I think Cassinus is officially nervous. So you're checking out oh. that room? Yeah. Do I need a perception check or um not not perception checks are usually when you're exploring the room looking for stuff or if you're going to specifically check something for traps. Um you don't need a perception check to just look at something and see what's there. They're usually right. for trying to find what's hidden. So you can't make a perception check with the door closed, no. Or, or sorry, I guess you can make it to see if you hear something beyond, sorry. But yes, Help, per, saying, announcing perception checks with your intent helps me figure stuff out. Do you use uh, knowledge nature for the blood? Oh. Let me look up my perception. Who's, so far, Sylvia wants a knowledge nature blood? That, yeah, Andre was just telling me to do that. But I don't have this. So, is Kaz going to roll a perception check? Um, you do hear some movement in this room, but you also hear the occasional snort and snuffling. So, I can assume pigs are in there. That would seem logical. Take it anyway. <laughs> But I'm by myself. Well, yeah, Jennifer. Or Sylvia. Hello. Oh, hi there. Hello. So, I wave her over. Okay, Bruce has probably joined the majority in the room as well by now. Okay. I'm still standing by the stairs. That's fair enough. We need the lookout guy. Well, I mean, that is the good thing of having a distance character. You can check the back and still potentially participate easily in combat if it starts. 
Right, right. Okay, so you're heading over to the doors. Sylvia and Kaz. Kaz carefully opens the door. All right. Full stealth. Yes, stealth. Um, the thing is, the problem is stealth. There's limits to what you can do with stealth when it comes to opening a door, because oh. the door is moving no matter how you're opening it. Right. Uh, two, oh, it had some creatures. Two foul-smelling animal pens take up the majority of this room. Each pen is defined by a wooden fence set with a gate. Inside each is a long water trough and heaps of healthy hay. The floor, sorry, the floor here is hard-packed earth. At a glance, at least. Okay, nothing threatening in here. Close this door. Um, you do see that there's, you do see that there are the two fairly large, um, boars in the top. Oh snap! Boars are hardy anyway. Yeah, yeah. These guys can kill boar. More power to them. Um, they they don't. They appear to be rather set up there. There's there's a rather big stack of hay and water there. Actually, sorry, no 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 hay, just water. So uh, should should we uh, leave those two alone? There. I don't know. I don't either. So unless we have to, I'd, I'd rather unless not. Unless somebody unleashes those things on us, I don't want to interact with them at all. Because those things could eat me. Well, us. They could, they could try to eat Brunsk, but from what I know of boars... All right, so you're not searching this room then? You're just leaving it? Well, what, what's there to search? I mean, it's it's a holding pen. You never know what could be inside the pen gate. <sighs> okay, fair enough. I'll, I'll do a perception. So Haven't you you're, heard you're, of you're, that? Ju- you're just walking up and searching the hallway then? There, I say hallway. The non-pen area? Yes. Okay. For now? All right, you can make me a perception check. Which is plus five. Anything of interest at all for 15? Um, you, you can't really see into the pens well, but um, nothing up and down here aside from some notes of traffic. There, There is the occasional trail of um, blood you can see kind of... Um, in, in this area, which is a bit odd. And in fact, you can, also, you can, also, see, you can also see that a little bit of blood being in, in, in the boar's pen, too. And as you kind of get close, they, 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 they squeal hungrily towards you. Uh, and, and, nope. and, and are moving against the fence. Fortunately, the fence um, separating the pens from the walk area is rather tall. Not like the small, short fence in between the two pens. Is there any fresh blood in here, like through my man? In the slaughter room? Yeah. Yes, yes. Lots of fresh blood. As if they've just blood been slaughtering like- in the past hour. Yes. So, 
uh, Casnus, uh, quite readily moves out of that little corridor and says, uh, Something messed up happened back there. There's lots of stuff that you can feed to pigs and boars. Human is one of them. <laughs> I'm probably a dwarf, too. Just saying. But I'm not thing you're in a different hallway. Right? What so, little dagger see in the room? I saw fresh blood and a uh, holding pen, actually. And boars. Very hungry boars that thought I was a snack. I did my knowledge check on the blood. Um, In here. Blood is usually much more difficult to tell. It's, it's red blood. Probably from a mammal. Really? It's blood. Uh, unless it's... it. There, there are limits. Well, bone fragments or like hair clumps? Um, are you doing a perception check around the no. general area, or just looking at blood? I was doing my knowledge local. Knowledge or nature. Uh, make me a perception check. Okay, it's my perception one. Um, well, I mean, yeah, there there is some occasional clumps of fur and, 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 and stuff, but that, that's mostly around where, like, the cow hide has been skinned off and, and just some clumps attached to the knife and stuff. So You, you no don't find human. anything that would trigger you that there's anything other than animals going through here. Uh, can Quarz listen at the stairs? Um, sure, you can make a perception check. Well, we are suspicious folk. Nice. <laughs> I've watched too much Criminal Minds and stuff. Yeah, same here. With that in mind, uh, I think I'll say that Cassinus goes back towards the pens against her better judgment and see what she can see in the boar pen. Okay. Uh, so first of all, Quirz, um, you can't really hear much of anything from upstairs, no. Cas, uh, again, the, the boars kind of squeal and, and get a bit close. Um... Make it another perception check. Okay. There are going to be bones in there. Varric's going to be dead. They fed him to the boars. He didn't desert on purpose. Uh, you... They're, they're, um, you, you don't see anything in particular. Their trough is empty at the moment. And Do you have time to in there? What, what's, what you can see is that there are... Um, some footprints in the uh, southern pen that appears to see some movement in there. Only footprints, not really any hoof prints or anything in that one. This one here? Yeah. So footprints in a stall that's empty, separate from the boars. I don't see any drag marks or Signs of struggle? No, you just see footprints so far. You'd have to actually go inside the pen and take a look if you wanted to get a better examination. Well, hey, I suppose it is a bit safer to go into this one. Um, not necessarily. The, the, the pen wall is quite a bit lower between the two. Oh, crap. 
Okay, so I'm going to stand near the door on that. All right. Hey, uh, you guys, uh, our internet is blinking out, and I'm catching only half of what you guys are saying. Aww. Internet troubles is bad. Yes. So, the upstairs board adventure, or the board adventure slash upstairs, is going to have to wait till two weeks. Because we we're missing next week. Because I can't hear half of what you guys are saying. Aww. Curse your internet. Agreed. Right? We, we already restarted the browser router thing earlier. Your internet sucks. Yes. Right now. We're trying to work with it. Okay. So do we want to pause it there then for now? Yeah. Alright, then just let me tally up the experience for four Renegade Guards. And we can call it tonight. So let's see. Guard is CR1s. How much is a CR1 worth? They are worth 400 each, which makes 1,600, which divided by 4 is 400 each. Everyone gets 400 experience. Yay! So let's see, that is enter the 1. So we're at 2,000 XP, right? 2,203 is what I have. Yeah. I'll, I'll go with your number. I like your number better. <sighs> Alright. And everyone say goodbye because of internet troubles. Goodbye because of internet troubles. To be continued. To be continued. <laughs>